You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Driven nicely through extra cover. That's a glorious stroke by Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes, the all-rounder that had a summer to rival most, helping England win the Cricket World Cup for the very first time, as well as hitting an unforgettable match-winning century in the Ashes Test at Headingley. Stokes goes up and over. Is it going to be caught on the boundary? No! He's in a six over long off. Over the next hour, I'm your host, Dan Wendell. We'll be speaking to those closest to Stokes, the likes of the Ashes double winner Steve Harmison, joins me live inside the next ten minutes, as does the T20 World Cup winner Ryan Sidebottom and members of those that Stokes inspires most the Barmy Army this is a talk sport too special Ben Stokes how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world down the wicket comes Stokes and he's gone high and long and straight and all the way this time for six England celebrate victory in the World (laughs) Cup final they have triumphed New Zealand have played more than their fair share their full part in this Epic, insane, intense, record-breaking World Cup final. Yeah, many thanks. I'm your host, Dan Window, and thank you for your company. We focus this hour on one man, Ben Stokes, after the news that he's been named the International Cricket Council's Player of the Year. It's fair to say, it was quite a year. What a year it's been for Ben Stokes, and here are the numbers that prove it. 465. That's the number of runs Ben Stokes bagged at the 2019 ICC Cricket World Cup. That, along with five half-centuries, is what made him the man of the match in that famous day in July at Lord's. Can you hear the noise? Six follows four, and Stokes goes past 100. It's a terrific piece of execution from Stokes. That's a big hit, not at altitude, and he's hit an absolute monster there. What a catch from Ben Stokes. Stokes wide of the crease. Oh, yeah, beauty. Pace, real pace. Owen Morgan lifts the trophy as England are crowned the Cricket World Cup winners for 2019. But it wasn't just the Cricket World Cup where he was at his best. Ben, as the summer's gone on, his, his form seems to keep getting better and better. It's abnormal for him not to have an impact. Stokes scored 13 sixes in the Ashes, more than any other player in the series, along with two centuries and two half centuries. 
Stokes goes big against Maharaj. Down on one knee, slog sweep. Stokes goes again. Same shot, same result. What a wonderful piece of batting from uh, Ben Stokes. And that is smashed away by Stokes, who's had more than enough of made overs. And who could forget arguably his greatest innings of the summer? He also scored an unbeaten 135 in England's thrilling final day victory over Australia at Headingley in August. Stokes goes up and over. Is it going to be caught on the boundary? No! He's in a six over long off. Stokes has also been named in the 2019 ICC ODI Team of the Year and rounds off a famous 2019 for the Durham All-Rounder by winning the 2019 ICC Men's World Cricketer of the Year. You know, the award, type of awards that you get well that I've got sort of is not what you play the game for. I guess they come along with performances on the field, you know, as individuals and as a team. But, you know, being in a team sport, the awards that you, you get don't come if, you, if the whole team doesn't perform. So, you know, every time you, you collect an award, you're not doing it for yourself. You, you're going up there receiving it on behalf of everyone else as well. Talk about to Scott Taylor with the numbers for us, the achievements, the rewards. Ben Stokes, one hell of a year, continues to inspire those around him in the England setup. Ben Stokes named the International Cricket Council's Player of the Year. Let's talk now with the England Double Ashes winner, a close friend to Ben Stokes. Good way to start the show, Steve Harmison. Very good afternoon, mate. Afternoon, Dan. Um, such a you know a personal friend of yours, of course, with your roots in the north, his roots in the north, his achievements, especially over the last twelve months. How much pride does that fill you with? Oh, it fills enormous pride because I've seen him from, you know, the very start, you know, the very start of his career, you know, not just as a professional, but sort of coming into the game. Remember Jeff Cook, somebody who, not just Ben Stokes, not just Steve Harmison, Paul Collingwood, a lot of people in the Northeast owe a lot of, you know, a lot of thanks to Jeff Cook, who, um, director of cricket, basically helped set Durham County Cricket Club up from the very start. And I remember him coming in the dressing room um, in the sort of in you know, early 2000s when, when Ben was just about 13, 14. And the name Ben Stokes was mentioned, and that was off Jeff, who who just went round ground after ground after ground looking for you know, young kids to that get look as though they could get better, that had something. And not just in Durham, it was in Northumberland and Cumbria. And um, that's where Ben came from. Ben came over from Cumbria. And he, um, he's got a sporting background. Obviously, he's he's old man. As you know, we're hoping it gets better and better. Out mm-hmm. in Johannesburg, and we know what's what's happened with Jed. But you know, with Ben, it was uh, so much pride seeing him. It was smile on his face, especially at the end of the World Cup. All the effort he had gone through, and then even even at the end, uh, at the when I left when I left Pretoria uh, when I left Cape Town. Um, I, was, I was sitting in the team room after the after the one in Cape Town with Ben and Claire and you know many others, and to see how he's developed and see how much he's grown, you know, because Bristol took a lot out of him. And I, and I keep saying Bristol. He went into Bristol as a boy and he came he, he came out of it as a man because mm. of what he had to go through and what he's put behind him and the career he's now you know a positive part of his career he's forged for himself. So I'm enormously proud. Um, but I still think there's a little bit more left to come from Ben Stokes yet, which is, is frightening for, for, uh, for world yeah. cricket. I mean, Harmi, we've spoke on this station a lot about the last 12 months, the journey, the recent journey for Ben Stokes. If you don't have those lows, I suppose you don't appreciate those highs and, and Ben mm. Stokes enjoying those those highs, his role, the inspirational figure he is for England at this moment in time. 
he is someone that wants his cricket to do the talking. He's someone that wants to keep himself to himself. In your opinion, more than anything else, what drives him? Uh, to get better. To be fair, he's always been this sort of Jack the Lad character from a very, very young age. Um, when he came into the Durham side, him and young Scott Borthwick, who's now at Surrey, they were very, very young, you know, Jack the Lad, not, you know, a little bit cheeky chappy. And that's never changed. But even at that young tender age, the, the one thing that was the only thing that he probably took seriously was his cricket, was his batting and bowling. And um, that's not changed. And I think his determination to get better, his, his will to win and his, you know, his ability to to sense a situation and play the situation correctly according to what his team needs him is what makes him the superstar he is. He reminds me a lot of he reminded me a lot of Andrew Flintoff when you know growing up he, the, the situation needed somebody to put the hand up mm. more often than not you know, Andrew did and I'd imagine the same conversation would be had with somebody that played in the generation of Serene Botham so you know he's well on, well on his way and I think what does drive him is the his for him to get better but also his team to get better and I think I don't think though he'll finish he'll feel as though he's you know he's achieved anything properly in the test match game until his team are, are ranked number one in the world he's, he's one day side is He's won the World Cup, and I think it's now now important that he galvanises some of the players that are are in that Test team to make sure that you know, in two or three years' time, when they leave Australia, that they've give a good count of themselves and you know, hopefully won the Ashes back. We, we could speak all night, Harmy, about his achievements over the last ten, twelve months. But I am interested while you're with me to talk what next as well. You, you've always been quite vocal that you feel that that Ben shouldn't be given the captaincy. No. Um, there's a feeling that might stunt what he delivers for England. My opinion on that, Dan, is because uh, there's too much going on. Uh, and I've witnessed firsthand. And I didn't just witness on a pitch firsthand of, of Andrew Flintoff because he did it fantastically well in India uh, when, when, when Freddie captained. And then when he went to Australia, the team wasn't playing very well. And you could see, and I seen him in... I shared a room with him, so I knew... What, what he was going through and you know, the, the, the things that other people didn't see. And I wouldn't want Ben Stokes to be in a position where he had to have all that on his shoulders as well as have to try and have to perform. Batting at number five, the only way I'd make him captain is if he wasn't bowling anymore. But that ended at the end of Cape Town because we need him to bowl. Mm. Darren Goff is... Uh, Darren Gloff is he marches around the, the commentary block sometimes off you know apoplectic because why is Stokes not bowling why is Stokes not bowling he should be bowling because he's one of our best bowlers but because England have got a lot of options you know they, they try to protect Ben and not have too much on his plate now we've seen at the end of at the end of Cape Town what the kid's capable of so that is why I don't want him to be captain nothing other than that I think he's got a great cricket brain I think he understands situations Headingly showed that the World Cup final showed that in the situation, in the moment, he's he's got that. He's got as good as anybody. So he can think about the game and he can manoeuvre the game and capture the game. I've got no problems with that. I just wouldn't want too much, uh, too much outside the outside stuff on his plate. Yeah, and that is, and there's a lot. And I, people don't realize, people don't understand, and what what it takes to be a captain, especially an international captain. We sat with the great Sean Pollock throughout Talksport Two's first two Test matches, and he made a flipping comment. And he said, every player should have to captain at least for two games, and go and see what 
nonsense that we have to put up with. Team hotels, where we're going here, put up with the press, doing, you know... Just the background do, noise. The background yeah. noise that goes with it. That is something that you can't take it away. And people will say, oh, well, you get somebody else to do that and you just concentrate on the game. It doesn't work like that because you end, if it's not done right, it's on your shoulders. And I think that is why... That's, that's why I think Joe Root does a good job at, <clears throat> at that sort of stuff. My only, my only problem with Joe is the volume of runs. If he gets the volume of runs, his captaincy looks after itself. It did at Cape Town. Not a problem at all. So I wouldn't like to see Ben take that on. Odd test match here when Joe's injured. Fine, not a problem. Because you know the, he does, he does, he's not yep. in it all the time. But for me, I think this kid is just getting better and better and better. And I think you let him ride the wave he's on now. And fingers crossed, that keeps going all the way through to the end of Australia. It's an interesting one, Harmy. Finally, I'll ask you because you've got a, an individual playing all forms of cricket for England. Could be playing, what, 75, maybe 80% of the year with England. Some of that, a, a big chunk of that out on tour as well. Mm. Risk of burnout. How do we make sure we protect Ben Stokes? So in those big moments... For the foreseeable future, he can still inspire England. I think you wait to see if anything drops off. I think you wait to see if his performance drops off in either format. It's not; it doesn't look like it at the minute. I think you keep riding with it. I, I'd rather see, especially somebody like Ben, especially with his bowling. I, I'd rather, I'd rather him bowl to the point where you think he, he could get injured rather than try and protect him because he's bowling after three or four games off or not bowling for a while. It takes Ben quite a while to get himself back up straight and standing up straight. And the, the, the dynamics of the bowling, you know, the all-round... For me, just let him play. Just let him keep playing. You can't stop him from going to the IPL. You know, we tried that with the likes of Peterson and look at the mess we got into. You've got to embrace that. The IPL is here to stay. It's the biggest money-making competition for these players to, to make. And yes, there'll be people throwing things at the radio saying now he's English, he's contracted to England, he should be playing for England. Look at the, the mess we got in with Peterson and you know, with Flintoff and, and other... That, that, was, mm-hmm. that wasn't great. English cricket, I was involved at the time, it wasn't great. So for me, you let Ben, you, you let them play what they can in the IPL... The ECB have got this 100 competition. They have to play and things like that. They've just got to be managed in the right way. And I think there's performance drop-off. There's also, look, Dan, every single player now, I've spoke to Stuart Broad about it, he can tell me when he, from when his run-up starts, the pacey bowls, to letting go of the ball and to a, to a, a, like a, a millisecond on difference. So the, the medical team know exactly what the players are doing, how much they're covering and where the drop-off is in the injury, the potential there could be. And until that happens, then then I'd, I'd, I'd leave them playing and let them be because I've seen them at the end of Cape Town on the field. I've seen them at the end of Cape Town off the field, in the team room, in a bar and afterwards. And you tell them, you, I couldn't go up to somebody and say, you're not playing next week because I think you're, you're burning out. These kids want to play. They're enjoying what they're doing. It's the best time in their lives. Let them play. And I think the more the player and the better they become like they did at Cape Town, Ben Stokes especially, I think the better it is for English cricket. Harmy, always a pleasure, mate. Loving your work. Thank you very Cheers, much. Bob. Steve Harmison, double ashes winner with us on this TalkSport 2 special, bringing you plenty more on Ben Stokes, the England all-rounder who had the most extraordinary 2019 Stokes, almost single-handedly responsible for some of the most memorable moments in recent English cricketing history. And we'll be back very shortly with more on this special. We'll hear from Stokes himself, who sat down in detail speaking with Darren Goff, and also hear from the Barmy Army. What a summer they had. Cummins in again. 
and is hit away for four. England have won this match in the most extraordinary circumstances. They were all out for 67 in their first innings, and they have come back and achieved their biggest ever run chase in a fourth innings. They've never got close to this before. England celebrate victory in the World Cup <laughs> final. They have triumphed. New Zealand have played more than their fair share. Their full part in this epic, insane, intense, record-breaking World Cup final. This is another TalkSport 2 special. Ben Stokes, how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world. Stokes has been crowned the ICC Player of the Year for 2019. Stokes, who, of course, had a summer to rival most, helping England win the Cricket World Cup for the very first time, as well as hitting an extraordinary match-winning century in that Ashes test at Headingley. He also inspired England to victory in their test win last week in Cape Town over in South Africa. He continues to be a leader a standard bearer. Let's hear more from Stokes now in more detail. When he sat down this summer and spoke with TalkSport and England fast bowler Darren Goff, one place to start that World Cup final. What do you think at, at, at halfway stage? Do you think you, pff, we got this? It was, a, it was an innings where we just never felt like New Zealand ever got away from us whatsoever. Mm. Like, yes, it was a difficult, it was difficult conditions, you know, it was like overcast, the pitch was a bit sticky, there was quite a lot of seam movement on offer and scoring looked hard. It was a wicket where no one ever looked in, no matter how long they stayed at the crease. So coming off at the end, we were like two four, two four ones. Like yeah, it's, but we back ourselves to get that. And you got, when that's in the first ball, as I say, when it hit J Roy on the pad, I was like, oh, I can't believe he's not giving that out. <laughs> Stokes came back for the seconds. The throw from the deep, though, hit the batsman as he made his ground, deviated past Tom Latham behind the stumps and rolled all the way to the boundary. I could not believe what's just happened. I still can't believe that actually hit your mm. bat and, and flew off. Uh, what, what were you thinking at that moment in time? Do you think, oh, uh, what do I do here? Uh, is it four? Is it six? Is it five? What did you think? I didn't know. If it was, I knew it was going to be more than four, but I didn't know. I thought, like, I had no idea what they signalled. Like, and, you know, the, the umpires got a bit of stick after it had finished because people had the chance to look up the rules. Whereas Murray and Kumar had to make a decision out there straight away. But, yeah, there's obviously, like, there's nothing you can do except stay there. And then eventually, when it went for four, like, I was just, I was just like, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those freak incidents that would probably. The fact he threw it 70 yards away on perfectly onto my bat, which avoided the fielder who was backing the ball up and then went for four, like, 10 yards further on than the fielder was just such a freak accident. It's flicked towards mid-wicket. Martin Guptill's going to come back, but he's going to be short of its grace. Martin Guptill has run out. New Zealand do not score the two runs they need. England celebrate victory in the World <laughs> Cup final. You've won the World Cup. On home soil, how did that feel? Yeah, like, I don't know, just such a natural reaction from everyone. I just think everyone's emotions and adrenaline just overtook everyone. And obviously I got emotional about it. I don't really get emotional about too many things, but yeah, the more I tried to stop, the more, I, more tears came out of my eyes. It was, yeah, such an amazing feeling and... It's actually, yeah, it's awesome to think about now, sat here even. Let's get to the batting at that, Edinley, because what I saw there was just something which um, people are talking about being the greatest innings of all time. 
Seriously, did you think you had any chance when Leachy come to the to the wicket? <laughs> Seventy two was it still mm. needed? Did you, realistically, the Ashes was gone. <clears throat> I think like yeah, obviously like I knew like that. It's, it's still gettable. Like I've been in for such a long period of time, and at that moment in time, like I was seeing the ball so well, but it was just the 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 big difference there was having to change gears from how I was playing to then going into like Kia 10 like at the click of a finger because we'd lost quick wickets so I was seeing I was seeing the ball well like I was felt like I was picking up length and line like quickly because I've been in for such a long period of time but yeah I still believe that we could do it but when we got down to single figures is when I really just sort of went oh, we well, can do this I started I started thinking all the different ways that I could play this to get us to victory but then I eventually just said you've got us to the situation playing a certain way so keep doing it yeah. but then the carnage that I was after that was just Leachy is that far he just doesn't even want to be associated with it he doesn't even want to speak about it people ask him about what we think and he just goes I don't want to speak about it they run out doesn't he he does not want to speak about it <laughs> it's honestly it's such a real sore point for him when you look back now because you must have watched that back what about the LBW to Nathan Lyon yeah. what did you think when you look back that out yeah not out not out no yeah, you still because obviously uh, the radar says it was out <laughs> the radar <laughs> whatever it is DRS is wrongs every now and again <laughs> and look, it's technology it's not always going to be right but it's just the whole everything about it was just wrong I've watched it back in slow motion like countless times and it's not out. Winning the World Cup that moment, that moment at Edenley, to level the series, did you ever try and compare the two and think, which was the bigger moment? I can't. I can't, I can't split the two in terms of which one I enjoyed more or which one I would like to relive again because I, I can't. Last question. Can England, because this is all the plan now, can England get back to number one t- testing in the world? 100%. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. 
In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Very interesting. Really good, Ben Stokes. To this day, I was not out. Plenty more with Ben Stokes. His sit-down with TalkSport's Darren Goffin on this TalkSport 2 special. Of course, the game is captivating. More now than ever, there's a sense that cricket is about entertaining and about engaging. The group that continue to follow England home and away, they're doing their bit right now in South Africa, of course, are the Barmy Army. Let's talk with the managing director for the Barmy Army, Chris Millard, who joins me now. Let's talk in terms of the summer's entertainment, though. What you experienced with the Barmy Army, with the World Cup, with the Ashes... Where does 2019 rank for you as a fan? Has to be the best. If you're a cricket fan, if you're an English cricket fan, you'll obviously remember and refer back to 2005. But I don't think 2019 is anything for what we've seen in our own country. Someone like Ben Stokes, who's had such a turbulent time in the past, and then come through and do what he did was so special for the Barmy Army, for every England cricket fan around, really. Where, how would you describe Chris? Of course, you're always looking to engage with the players with the England setup. I know they give you good access as well. How would you describe that relationship with the players? The players are always are so complimentary about the role the Barmy Army play to pick that England Test team up, especially during some quite difficult sessions. Yeah, it's, it's really quite special the relationship with the players and I think it's unique to cricket because we go everywhere the team go we'll be seen in Bangladesh India the places that maybe aren't so popular with the tourists that come to certain test matches I think the players then appreciate that and appreciate the style of support as well so we call it passive 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 support we, we, we try and do everything but be that we, we are trying to be active all the time and we try and sing when the team need us so if you look back to day five the test match we thought the guys needed a bit of a list, day four and day five, really. So we, we started singing and didn't stop for 30 minutes. And I think that gave them the momentum into tea and carried them through. And I think at the end of the test match, a lot of the players have referred back to that moment and said it was quite big in the game and that, that we really did help maybe give them a little bit of a nudge that they needed. England's 12th man that we say we are. And I think it proved it in Cape Town last week. It's incredible to see the way that Ben Stokes, talking about trying to inspire, trying to play their part, what Ben Stokes has inspired in the last 12 months of English cricket. Yeah, exactly right. You say the word inspired. I think that's the, the whole team has inspired the new generation of cricket. I know that 2005 did exactly the same thing. I think we've seen a massive injection. We've certainly seen it on this most recent tour to South Africa. Our numbers have gone through the roof and we've got a, a good variety of ages and both male and female from all over England. So it's really great to see the game of cricket going from strength to strength. Thanks for the England team, but very much thanks to Ben Stokes who is one of the best blokes in cricket anyway and I'm just so happy for him we, we obviously have quite a special relationship with him so he thanks a lot for the support and we've always been quite a big fan of his throughout all his turbulent times as well we, we were right behind him all the way as we are with all the England players but I think he, he recognises that and and he'd like to give a little bit back to the Barmy Army as well, which is really, really good of him. Finally, Chris, appreciate your company uh, on this TalkSport 2 special tonight. It's a, it's not an easy question. Uh, you can plead the fifth if you want. What was better, the World Cup final winning moment <laughs> or that Ben Stokes moment at Headingley? What what did you sense in the ground was was just slightly more enjoyable? I, I'm, I'm going to have to unpopular opinion amongst a lot of cricket fans and a lot of my mates in cricket but I'm going to have to say the World Cup final. 
I think that was such a big occasion and it's been built up so much by England cricket for the last four years and everyone was expecting us to be in the final and then to, to do it and to get it over the line at Lords, which is such a unique and special atmosphere, would just tips it to me. But but then I, I say that and in the same breath I'm changing my mind because of how special <laughs> things not quarantine leave. So it's, it's one of them, but I, I'm going to have to go with the World Cup. Chris Millard, Managing Director of the Barmy Army. This is a talk sport to special Ben Stokes, how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world. Shortly, we're going to head to the northeast to talk with Cockermouth Cricket Club, where it all began for a young Ben Stokes. Cummins in again, and it's hit away for four! England have won this match, and they've been dragged there by Ben Stokes. Nurse goes in, and make that another six to the England total for this one from Ben Stokes, and that is absolutely huge over mid-wicket. Wow, wow, wow. Everything felt really good. You know, my movements were probably as good as, as they've been over the last couple of months. Short and pulled away by Stokes. He's middled that one. Oh, that's gone all the way. He is a serious player. You know, I'm just focusing on making sure that I can give myself the best opportunity to do well for the team. a talk sport to special Ben Stokes how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world Stokes incredible performances in the World Cup not least in the Lord's final his unforgettable match winning century in the Ashes Test at Headingley as well we saw him land a big award being named the International Cricket Council's Player of the Year of course Ben Stokes has staged quite the redemption act the last 12 months blasting England to glorious Cricket World Cup uh, success less than a year after he was cleared for his part in a nightclub brawl in Bristol. His teammate, Josh Butler, talks about Stokes' journey. I'm sure it wasn't easy. Um, and I'm sure it's been really tough on him, um, that journey he's been through. But like you say, I think he's, he's using it as a positive and, and really shaping himself as a, um, you know, a, a different style of cricketer as well at times. He's taken a huge amount of responsibility throughout the tournament. Um, you know, with the bat, with the ball, and, and in the field, and um, you know, just so pleased for him. He's such a great guy, huge part of that dressing room. Let's go back to the beginning now with Ben Stokes. We know following his achievements over the last twelve months, it was Cockermouth Cricket Club where Ben Stokes first announced his talents on the cricket field. And I'm really pleased to say that Steve Chambers from Cockermouth Cricket Club joins me now. He was Ben's former captain. Steve, very good evening. How are you? Good evening, I'm great, thank you. Thank you for coming on. What, what was Ben like for Cockermouth, the impact that he started having, I imagine, from, from a pretty young age? Yeah, absolutely. He, um, he, he made his debut in the first team at 15 um, in the um, North Anglia League Premier League. And um, you could see right away that he had a, a talent. I wouldn't say you could tell right away he was going to become the superstar that he is now, an England's talisman. But um, the talent was there, the, the confidence was there, um, the ability to play at 15 against professionals and um, mature, old, older players, um, it, was, it was there already. Um, you could see that in him. And he had, he had a, an absolute love of the game. He was in the net every day. You know, he'd go down, get his can of Coke and Mars bar, and then he'd be in the nets from 10 o'clock in the morning until uh, the, the, uh, the, the lights went out. Was it that appetite for the game from, from you know, 14, 15, 16, Steve, that you saw up close that made you think 
the, with the right steer, he, he really could make an impact in the game? I think you see a, you see a 14, 15-year-old and you see lots of them who have got talent yeah. and you think, yeah, that they could they could make something of themselves. And then after that, it's a bit of luck. But it, it's that desire. You know, he, he had that desire to want to be a, a better player. Um, he had that desire to want to go away from and go beyond Cockermouth. Um, and then, of course, once you, you do that, you, you, it's up to you then. It's how much effort you put in and how you mature as a person mm. as well. I find it really interesting. We we spoke already tonight with Steve Harmison, Double Ashes winner Steve, about how Ben is someone that is desperate to let his cricket do the talking. What was he like at at fifteen, sixteen years of age when you were trying to lead him in that first team at Cockermouth? Um, I think he was a he was a, a lad who he knew there was there was something in there that he knew he had talent. He knew that he had confidence to be able to do things on the pitch that maybe other fifteen year olds couldn't do. Um, and, and that's that's something that's probably God given. It's it's, a, it's something innate in 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 certain people, um, and you can't say that that person's going to end up being almost the well. He's the best player in the world. He's been voted today, um, mm-hmm. but you can see there's something there that, um, given the right direction, given the right look, given the right circumstances, could turn into something else. But you couldn't say that Ben Stokes of 15 was going to be the Ben Stokes of what he is now. I find it quite incredible. I think I was reading he's been given the freedom of the area in Cumbria, hasn't he? I mean, after his exploits in 2019, his achievements. Um, what, is it, what is it like for you at the cricket club, f- for the local area, to see really what he's gone on to do? I think it's amazing for the cricket club because you, you, you have a, a young player who has been nurtured by the club, been coached at the club, and then suddenly... He now has become the greatest player in the in the world, and for that, that's an honour that everyone shares in the club. Everyone shares in the, the town. Everyone shares in the whole area and the county as well. And then, of course, that that is a, a tremendous asset for any club to have because young players coming in, who do they want to be now? Well, they want to be Ben Stokes, and they see his picture on the wall. They see he's a life member. He, he turns up at the ground, and he's he's still the same lad to be honest, as he was when he was 15. He's still very down-to-earth and, and very quite humble of his, of his roots as well and his, his, um, his origin, um, which is great, fantastic for us as a club. I was going to ask you, Steve, when, when was the last time he, he was able to get up and see you? And have you got anything in the, in the clubhouse, you know, a banner, something signed to be able to show off? We delivered Ben Stokes. Uh, we, well, you did, didn't you? You gave him yeah, the yeah. footing, the platform, the foundation. Well, he came, last time he came up, he was to be, um, he was honoured, he was he was given the life membership of the club. And he, we've got shirts of him on the wall. Uh, we've got his England uh, World Cup winning shirt as well, which has been signed. Um, so there's there's lots of, of, of um, things around the club where you can see his face and, um, you know, pictures of shots he plays and the IPL and his shirts that he's worn for England at test level and T20. T- but um, I think he just when he comes and he gets and he and he and he starts cracking with the lads he used to he grew up with and the, the, the teammates he played with, he's just the same Ben Stokes as he's always been. There's no airs and graces about him at all. He's quite a humble guy, really, and a hugely successful one with his award today, adding to a well conveyor belt of what he's achieved in 2019. Steve, really great to talk. Thank you for coming on tonight.
My pleasure. Steve Chambers, Ben's former captain at Cockermouth Cricket Club in the North East. Really great to talk with Steve. Just give us more on this TalkSport 2 special after the success of Stokes. Of course, somebody best known for his exploits on the cricket field, including winning the World Cup, winning, as confirmed today, the 2019 ICC Men's Player of the Year. But also there's a lot about the all-rounder that he does away from the pitch. Our very own Darren Goff sat down with the man of the moment to find out a bit more. You came over, wasn't it? Your dad, Workington... Rugby league club. Mm-hmm. Are you still a big fan of rugby? Um, yeah, we moved over when I was 12 because of dad's work being a rugby league coach. Um, to be honest, I, I don't follow rugby league and union as much as I used to. I still obviously watch the big games like the international, like the World Cup, obviously. Um, but I don't follow it as much as I used to. Um, I still really enjoy watching the game. when I, If there's a game on, I'll watch it. I enjoy it. But I wouldn't say I follow it near as well, anywhere near as what I used to. Um, just because cricket now is just such a big part of my life, you sort of don't have mm. have much time really to to watch to watch another thing. I guess golf, golf for me now. That's oh, my second well, sport. We'll get on to golf yeah. because I love golf as well. But I know you're a fitness freak. I've seen you do it before games. I've seen you go after games in the gym. When you're in this country and you're going through a World Cup with that pressure, you've t- we just talked about golf. Is that your escape these days? Is Days off is golf course. Is that is that the way you escape? I've yeah, and cutting my grass is another one that I found is my thing away from cricket. That, cutting the grass. Yeah, no, it's, it must be a sit on. It's when I go home. <laughs> I yeah, it is. <laughs> it's when I go home. I, it's the first thing that I hope it's good weather because it means I can go out, um, cut the grass, tidy up the leaves and stuff like that. I just find it so therapeutic and I enjoy it so much and. My wife, Claire, just doesn't see it. She doesn't understand. She just constantly goes, you could be doing so much more useful things than doing that right now. But I'm like, no, no, let's leave it. This is my thing. And obviously golf is a huge part of, um, you know, quite a few of the lads' routine, I would say, of, right, let's golf. We play a lot the day before a game just to get away for four or five hours and not have to worry about the next day. And, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of the things where... I find is just a thing that takes you away from it all. But haven't you got an obsessive nature, though? Because didn't you play three rounds in the book? You talk about you play three rounds in one day. What's all that about? Isn't one enough? Yeah. No, so me and Tom Curran, we both had the golf bug like massively throughout that summer. We were just playing every possible chance we could get. And we were having good games as well. Like We were roughly getting the same points every time we played. So we were like, right, what are we going to do? We were like, do you fancy 54 in a day? And TC was like, oh. yeah. Um, and... <laughs> We actually did quite a lot of travelling for it. We went to Stoke Park first, ended up at Fox Hills, did the two courses there. And by the end of it, we both decided that 36 holes is more than enough in one day. Did you have to play the next day? No, no, no. no. This was this was day. This was two, three days off. Oh, well, yeah. yeah this is right, the day after a game. Thankfully. Yeah. Mm. And family means a lot to you, doesn't it, Ben? Mm. I've gathered that over the last few years. Um, you're very much a family person, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, behind, you know, all of us lads out there performing and trying to go out there and, and do what we do in the field, there's, there's, there's people behind that who are, who are with you because of who you are as a person, not of who you are as a, I don't know, a cricketer or a sportsman. Mm. They like you regardless because uh, of who you are and who go through things with you through thick and thin, good times and bads. And that's what family and friends are for and um, never take them for granted.
what makes Ben Stokes tick. This is a TalkSport 2 special, Ben Stokes, how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world. Shortly, we talk more about redemption and a nightmare T20 World Cup final for Ben Stokes in 2016, which has fueled all the success to follow. A World Cup winner in that format, Ryan Sybottom joins us live next. Agony in 2016 for England and for Ben Stokes. This is the TalkSport 2 special, Ben Stokes, how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world, conquered the cricket world after bouncing back redemption following that struggle in 2016. News today, Stokes has been crowned the ICC Player of the Year for 2019 and has had the most special summer, winning the Cricket World Cup for the very first time, as well as hitting that extraordinary match-winning century in the Ashes Test at Headingley. To discuss that agony and how Stokes has bounced back with a T20 England World Cup winner, Ryan Sidebottom, special 2019 for Ben Stokes. We're listening back there, Ryan, to the T20 World Cup final agony for Ben Stokes. You wonder how things may have gone differently for Stokes if 2016 had gone differently. I think so, yeah, but wow. I mean, what, um, you could say a year, 18 months. I mean, it's been nothing but special, hasn't it? He's produced um, moments of brilliance and highlights and when the team's needed it, you know, you you look for those players that just hold the hand up and stand up and go, you know, I'm going to win this game. I'm the big player. I'm the big guy that's, um, you know, that does things special and changes and momentum, and it's just been absolutely amazing. I mean, what he did this summer is nothing but short of uh, outrageous and ridiculous. And, but, yeah, I think I'm sure all, a lot of sportsmen and women will say that, that it's life experiences in terms of sport, the, you know, um, experiencing the ups and downs of, of your career. And, you know, in 2016, obviously, you know, it could go either way. You could, you know, fall down and, you know, take all those uh, criticisms and, and let them affect you. And I think that has changed him as a, as a player most definitely for, the, for, the be- for, for not just the better, but um, for sheer brilliance and, and what he's done. And he's matured and experienced the highs and lows. And he's been absolutely amazing, hasn't he, to watch. And, you know, the England um, Barmy Army and the fans um, around the world have sort of gone, wow, Ben Stokes, I mean, what a player. I just find it amazing that that Ben has always been someone, Ryan, that stuck his hand up with both bat and ball and looked to inspire, we've got to say, in the field as well. So sharp in the field, Ben Stokes looks to lead by example. And that that has never changed, even after what happened in 2016. Because he'd have felt, knowing Ben, he'd have felt responsible for that, wouldn't he? Of course he would have. He would have absolutely gone, you know, it's all down to me. You know, I'm the reason why, you know, we we lost that, that world tournament. But yeah, again, it, I think it's it's sign of of a great character and a, and you know someone who has that massive self belief that can go, you know what, you know I'm gonna you know work harder, 
get fitter, get stronger, come back even better and, and show people that, you know, Ben Stokes is, is a serious, serious player. And, um, you know, to to do that this summer, what he's done, you know, you can't, you can't almost, like, you can't put it into perspective what he's achieved. And, you know, the big occasion and big moments, you know, you, it, I suppose it's once in a generation in a lifetime, a player that can just turn it on like that when, you know, those moments matter. And, you know, to do it in, in a world in a World Cup and the Ashes. And then what he did the last test match was just, mm. I mean, you know, the catches that he caught, you know, you, I, you can't, you know, to, to do that, you know, standing so close, you know, on a, on a pitch that was uneven and uneven in pace. And, and to take those catches is nothing short of uh, outrageous. And, and, you know, well done to him, you know, ICC Player of the Year and, you know, all the accolades that keep coming his way are very deserving. We spoke with Steve Armisen also tonight, Ryan, about how moving forward he might look to, well, have to protect Ben. Uh, of course, playing all forms of cricket, batting, bowling. Uh, as a as a bowler yourself that prided yourself on taking often the new ball for England or coming back, back end to try and keep things under wraps, keep things under control, how vital is it to England that Stokes continues to play a big part with the ball, not just in the short form stuff, but in the five day stuff as well? Well, he's a big player, isn't he? So for the occasion, whatever format, he, he you know, he, he's always there. You know, you can rely on Ben to be consistent or um, do something special like a special catch or change the game. But yeah, I think I agree with Steve entirely. You know, he, he's that player. He does all, you know, all three so well that you probably will further down the line need to look after him. You know, give him rest as and when it's needed. Um, but you know those type of players, you, you want them in your side constantly, don't you? That that guy. I mean, you know that last hour, you know last hour of day five to bowl that pace um, to take those last three wickets when you know you look throughout the day, nothing much was really happening. Um, to come on and do that was was special in itself. So yeah, he, he will need looking after. Um, I think for for his own mental state, you know, but you don't want burnout. You know, he when he's in great form, he'll want to play as much. And as often as he possibly can, but yeah, he'll will need looking after, and you know I'm sure the England hierarchy will, you know, look at the fixtures and see when and where they can sort of rest him and give him a little bit of a break from from the game of cricket, you know, because mentally and physically he will need a, a rest, and he, you know you don't want to burn England's best player out, do you? Joining us, former England T20 World Cup winner, of course, Yorkshire fast bowler as well. Great to have his company on this TalkSport 2 special. Ben Stokes, how England's all-rounder conquered the cricket world. Thank you to Steve Harmson. Thank you to Ryan Sidebottom. Thank you to all our guests, Steve Chambers from Cockham of the Cricket Club as well. Stokes advanced down the track. Brilliant what shot. shot. What a shot. He has powered that back past the bowler. Just flat batted at six. And that was brute force. Right arm around the wicket. Stokes pulls it into the outside. He's got it. Through mid wicket. It will be cut off inside the boundary. But it's a single that takes Ben Stokes to his first one day international 100 in his 45th game. 100 from 98 balls. Outside off stuff. Up in the air by Kabukadera behind square on the leg side. Is that going to go for six? It's caught on the boundary by Ben Stokes. Brilliant catch by Stokes. The partnership is broken. Stokes comes down the pitch, goes over the leg side and gets all of it. Stokes, last ball of the 10th. Does go big. Targets deep mid-wicket and hits it. This is more oh, width than Stokes down on one knee. 
Handsome shot back over the bowler's head for a six. Outside Oster. Up in the air by Kabukadera behind square on the leg side. Is that going to go for six? It's caught on the boundary by Ben Stokes. Brilliant catch by Stokes. Incredible. Even when, you know, we still need a 70. Every boundary, every dot ball that was getting played out. They were phenomenal throughout the whole day. You know, we know we've got the best fans. We have incredible support all around the country. Barmy Army, everyone who comes, you know, wherever the test match is, comes and support us and... You know, they're just so loud and they just give the lads so much energy. You know, it's incredible. Cummins in again. And it's hit away for more! England have won this match in the most extraordinary circumstances. They were all out for 67 in their first innings. And they have come back and achieved their biggest ever run chase in a fourth innings. They've never got close to this before in the 140 years of Test Match cricket. And they've been dragged there by Ben Stokes. 135 not out for Ian Botham in 1981. Reed, Ben Stokes, 2019. We've had another miracle at Headingley. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 